on page 7 on Sif Vov of the Mimer and we've just been explaining this idea of Shtayim Shein Arba that the Mohus of Oasis we said is the Gili and the Haflo of Oasis every entity is made up of Mohus and a Matsyas the essence, the core of it and the existence of it the Mohus of Oasis is the Gili aspect of Oasis the fact that Oasis are the channels to reveal the intellectual ideas or emotions and then the um, the Haflo of Oasis is the fact that they're Isis Machimois. They have this ability to bring even more understanding than just understanding of itself. When you when you bring an idea into letters of of, of speech, all of a sudden you start to understand it better. And then the Matsyas of Isis is the Hagdara aspect of them, the fact that they define the concept and they limit the concept. Every letter, every sentence, every word is a limiting, defining aspect. It only expresses a certain idea of the concept, not the whole concept. Whereas in your mind, the concept is all there. Each word only expresses a part of the concept now. Um, and then we said that really the idea of Muhus and Matthias is brought up, is split up into four, which is um, which is the Matthias of the Muhus. So there's the Muhus of the Muhus, that's the true essence, the true core, and then the Matthias of the Muhus, the lower level, Pachas of Madrega, is on the lower level than the Muhus, and then there's the 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 mahus of the metzias the essence of the metzias aspect and then there's the metzias of the metzias the most external level so we explain three examples the examples of the metzias of the mahus so the metzias is something which is directly flows from the mahus therefore it has the similar quality as the mahus and the metzias of the mahus of these of chachma rotzin and tainuk the metzias of the mahus of Chachma is the Havraka, the flash of the concept in your mind. Whereas the Mahus of Chachma is just the Hamtsa, the actually coming up with a new concept in your mind, not the flashing of it, but the, in, the creative ability to come up with a new concept. And then the Ratzin, the Metzias of the Mahus of Ratzin, is the Toikif, the intensity, the, strong, the strength of Ratzin. Nothing can get in the way of your Ratzin. But the Mahus of Ratzin is the, just the Kaisif, the Chuka, the yearning for something. And then the Metzias of Tainug is the Yisrachvus, the idea of the expansiveness of Tainuk. And then the Mahus of Tainuk is just the Amshachus Atoyas Anefesh, the attraction of the soul itself. And we see, though, that being that this Metzias is something which stems directly from the Mahus, so it has similar qualities to the Mahus, therefore the Yisrachvus aspect, the Metzias aspect of Tainuk, has the ability to bring out of Yisrachvus, Yispashtus, even within an entity which in and of itself is not Shaykh to the idea of Yisrachvus, like the bones. Um... So, the, the, this Yisrachavus comes from the Mahus, the true essence of Tainug, which is the Amshachas and Nefesh, therefore it has the ability to bring about Yisrachavus in everything, any Metzius, even something which is not according, doesn't have this, this tendency to be able to have expansion, expansiveness. And so too we can apply the other way around, Metzius, that the Mahus of the Metzius, even though the Mahus is usually so, so much Nifla uh, Be'erich from the idea of Metzius, totally incomparable, but nevertheless, it's the Mahus of the Metzius, so it's the same quality as the Metzius, Me'ain the Metzius. So therefore the Mahus is only the Mahus of the Metzius. It's not a Mahus in and of itself, like the Mahus of the Mahus. So we just talked about this idea of Shtayim Shein Arba. So now starting to see of Ubiyar, to explain this more, the Mahus of Metzius the essence of the Metzius aspect, there's the, now we're talking about the second group, which is the Metzius. The Metzius has the Mahus of the Metzius and the Metzius of the Metzius. So the Mahus of Metzius, even though the Mahus 
of the Metzius, the essence of the Metzius is an idea of Mahus, meaning the true inner core of something, which is usually Nifta Be'erich, like I said, totally incomparably higher. So, even though it's the idea of Mahus, Mahus Bechol Dover, who Nifla Be'erich, and usually the Mahus of everything was something which is totally incomparable to the actual thing itself. Nevertheless, Hine Mahus Metzius, who Be'erich Metzius. And we're talking about the Mahus of the Metzius, of this second category of Metzius, so it's it's be'erich to the Matthias. It has a comparison. It has a relationship to the Matthias because it's the mohus of that Matthias. So it's totally lefi erich and lefi oifin and mi'ain that Matthias. Hina yuvenze. So let's understand this mi'ain levusha machshava from the garment of the soul of thought, which is just a garment for the soul, the, for the expression of the soul powers of seichel It's just a garment. Also, the fact that you can switch your thoughts at any time that shows just like you can switch your clothes, your levushim. Whereas your seichel you can't just switch them. You can't just change the way you think and change the way you feel. It takes a lot of avoida, and that's why another reason why they call the levush. So, we'll understand this idea of how the mahus of the mitzis of something is very similar to the mitzis from the idea of the, the garment of thought to The essence of the idea of thought is the letters of thought. That is the essence of the levush of machshava. Is now that the seichel has become enclosed in enmeshed. And expressed by letters of thought. The general idea of the letters of thought is categorized as Metzius, as the Metzius of um, of the Machshava, meaning this is the lower aspect which brings a definition, a limitation to the intellectual ideas. So the idea of Oisis and Machshava is the Metzius. This is the difference, like we said earlier, of the letters, how they are within the soul powers. Of wisdom, will, and pleasure to the letters of speech, to the letters of, of thought. Like we said earlier, that the letters, how they are in the Kechs and Nefesh, they're in general, they, they're the idea of Mahus, the Mahus of Oisius, just the Kechagili. The fact the Oisius aspect within these Kechis is just the, the, the potential that these Kechis have to come into a revealed state. And being that we just said earlier that it's impossible to have a mahus without a metzius aspect to them. Just like it's impossible to have a metzius aspect without a mahus of that metzius. Therefore, even the metzius of these oisius of the keiches and afish, the metzius aspect of the mahus, is similar and may aim to the essence of these keiches, like we explained, that this initial flash, which is the mitzis aspect of the mahus of chachma, the flash of the concept in your mind, when you go, ah, I got it, it is from the essence, from the true essence of chachma, which is the hamtza, the creative ability to come up with new, new ideas. Similar, it's very similar. The whole idea of a flashing of this concept is almost like just, it's just an expression of this idea of hamtza, this creative ability that you have to come up with new ideas. And so too, the other two faculties which we spoke about, the metzius of Ratzin, which is the toikif, the intensity of Ratzin, to stand up against any anything that goes against it, and the merchav aspect, the expansiveness of Tainug, which they derive directly from the mahus of these koiches, the mahus of Ratzin being the merutzas of koiches of nefesh, the desire of the soul, and that is this from this desire stems this power of intensity of the soul, the intensity of the rotsin not to not to basically be phased by anything, to be able to stand up against any challenges. And from the the 
behus of tainuk, which is the attraction of the soul stems this israchvus, this expansiveness, which is able to affect any entity, like we said. So the mitzias aspect of the mahus is very similar to the mahus. But now, going back to the, the letters of thought now, are different. They are the mitzias of Asis, the, the hagdara of hagbala aspect of Asis. And even the mahus, like I said, there's time shem arba, so the mitzias has to have a mahus of that mitzias. Even the mahus, the essence, of the Matthias aspect of the letters of thought. Um, is still fitting to, is still similar to the Matthias aspect. So therefore, even though there is a mehus to these Oisius of Machshava, but the mehus is not Nifla Ba'erich, it has an, a um, comparison, a Shaykhis to the Matthias aspect. The general idea of Machshava, to understand this, the mehus of the Matthias of Oisius of Machshava. Which literally, the Oisim are usually just categorized by the Matthias aspect, the limitation, the definition aspect. But the Mahus of that Matthias is similar, because the general idea of Machshava is the fact that it is a Levush, a garment for the soul. The Im even though the thought is for sure a still a power of the soul, it's a spiritual power of the soul, just like the other Kechis of the soul, like the Seichel um, So, how can we call it a Levush, which seems to separate this Kayach from the Nefesh? It's not. The thought can only happen because the soul gives the energy to the person to be able to have thoughts, so to a speech, etc. So even though obviously Machshav is still a koyach, as a soul power, just like the other deeper koyachs of Seychelles, nevertheless, it's still considered just a garment, an external garment from the soul. So it's just an external garment, and that's why you can switch your thought a lot easier, meaning it's a more external revelation of the soul, and therefore it can be changed, whereas the deeper-rooted parts of the soul, the koyches of the nefesh, seichel amides, can't be changed so easily. And the this levush of machshava is only it has this mitzias of oasis in it. All things would show you that it's a more external level. So, nevertheless, it's just a levush of the soul. Amashi koyach nefesh. The fact that we do still call machshava a power, a faculty of the actual soul, like seichel amides, shuhu gili hanefesh, meaning that it is a revelation of the soul. And in this quality of that it's just being a revelation of the soul, Machshava is equal to the other faculties of the soul of Seichel Amidis. Seichel Amidis are also just revelations of the soul. They're not the essence of the soul. They're how the soul expresses itself in certain tzir of Seichel, of logic, and a certain tzir of Midis, of feelings. And then there's also a tzir that the soul reveals itself in, in Machshava of Oisius. So this is the um, aspect of Machshava which equalizes it to the rest of the soul powers, which is just a gili of the nefesh. But the general idea of of machshava is just the external garment of the soul, and that's how it's different from the keiches nefesh, which are not called garments, which are actually called keiches of the soul. The inyan levush, because what's the whole idea of a levush now? A garment who lachasis is a levushay. It's in order to cover the person that's 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 wearing it. He shouldn't be naked. And that's how the person that's enclosed it's in in these garments can be revealed. How can he be revealed to the world only through wearing these clothes? So the whole idea of levush is to cover that which is wearing it, and through that it can become revealed. The person that's wearing these clothes can become revealed. So, and that's in general in all in all aspects of levush, like we're going to say here now, oasis of machshava, the machshava itself is basically the channel, the levush, which allows the seichel amidis to become revealed. If it wasn't for these oasis of machshava there would not be a channel for revelation. We need something to bring it down, to conceal the pure 
revelation of the soul of Seichel Amidis in order to bring it down to a level which it can be able to be revealed. And that's why Machshav is called the servant for the intellect and the emotions, or to the inner soul power, because how is it serving the Seichel Amidis? Because through the garment, the channel of thought, these soul powers of Seichel Amidis become revealed. So it's a servant, and it serves the revelation aspect of these Kachis. So the general idea of levush, uh, the general idea of machshav, is just an external garment which covers on over the thing and allows it to become revealed. It covers over the pure revelation of the soul of seichel midis and allows it to be diminished to come down to a lower level and to be revealed. However, even though the machshav is a servant and it does bring a revelation to the seichel midis, the revelation that comes about through machshav, through the garment of machshav, who darga it is in a way of an orderly fashion of level to level. The Gimel Dargis, the Machshav and it goes through three stages of thought, and then from thought it goes down. A person thinks about something, and then he starts to speak about it, and then after speaking about it, he brings it eventually to acting on it. Commission including Machshav. But this is actually all referring to the three stages within this drawing down the three stages and the revelation that Machshav brings about, all within the Machshav itself. So there is Machshav Dibar within Machshav itself. How they're still included within Machshava. So, what are, what are these three stages that bring about the revelation of the Nefesh, of the Kechaz Nefesh through Machshava? The Machshava, Shem Machshava, the first is the thought within thought. He Machshava says, that's when you're actually thinking about the intellectual concept. That's just the thought of the concept. Shem Malubash Huha Ekir. And that level, in that stage, the, the Malubash, that which is enclosed, meaning the Seichel, is the main thing here, what you're focusing on. And at that stage, the, the letters of thought are very not sensed at that stage. All you sense is the intellectual concept you're trying to understand and you're thinking about. And nevertheless, even though at this stage where it's the Machshava of Machshava, we're just thinking about the actual intellectual idea, even though you don't recognize and you don't sense the letters here, nevertheless, there are they do exist, the letters of, of, of thought still do exist at that stage. Similar to something as a, a garment, which does enclose the thing which is wearing it, but it doesn't cover it totally. So this could be either a transparent garment or a garment which is not really covering so much of the person. So it's not so recognizable. Transparent garment makes more sense. So there are there is a garment here, but it's so transparent it's not recognizable at all. It's not sensed. Even though the that person which is wearing this transparent garment is seen through this garment, how he is without a concealment at all. Nevertheless, there's still lavush here. So even though lavush is really transparent, but still there is a lavush. Just like in this stage of thought, where you're thinking about the machshavus uh, seichel, you're thinking about the seichel. There is lavush of isis, but they're not recognizable. They're not sensed yet. Now the second stage of this process of revelation through the letters of, spe- of thought is the speech within thought. There is that's the stage where now the letters of thought become recognizable and felt. But still, at this stage, they're not yet. The, the letters are not yet precise. You didn't think about how to process this intellectual idea into, like you know, a specific speech that would make sense to telling it over to somebody. It only makes sense to you in your mind. So this is the deeper shemachshava. When you start to, you start to think about the concept in letters, but not yet in letters which really make sense to another person. And then the third stage. The deed of thought. Now, the letters have become 
truly organized and they now they do enclose the intellectual idea which is channeled through them meaning to say that the two initial stages of thought within thought and speech within thought because of the intense revelation of the of the intellectual idea which is in your mind at those two initial stages the letters of thought are not yet recognizable and sensed yet because of the intense revelation of the intellectual idea but now at this third stage of deed within thought where the intellectual idea has now descended and become diminished and contracted now the letters already are very precise and are limited because the light of the, the intense revelation of this intellectual idea has now become a little bit dimmed and even though that within the thought within thought the initial stage of thought the letters are not sensed they're not felt however they do exist there they still do exist there like we said like the transparent garment but this is the mahus now we come to the explanation this is the, still the mahus the core of the metzias meaning the core what is the metzias of Isis? the the aspect that they magdir and magvil they define something they limit it they conceal it but the mahus of the metzias meaning they're still Oisius here, there's still the Hagdara aspect of Oisius, but they're so transparent, they're so built in Meduyuk, they're not recognizable and not organized yet, so you totally don't recognize and have sense that there are Oisius here. So even though they're Oisius built in Ergoshim, but they do exist, but being that this is the, these Oisius, this is the Mahus of the Metzius, therefore it's the Mahus of the Metzius, therefore there are letters in Metzius, but they're at the same time, they're very transparent. That when we're talking about Metzius, the Hagdara aspect of Asius, so even the Mahus of that Metzius is still similar to the Metzius. So therefore, there's, there's still letters, and their job is to limit and to define the concept, to channel it, but they're very transparent. That's why they're the Mahus over here, because they're a deeper level. Turning the page, and any Metzius, like we said earlier, we started this whole concept here to explain the idea of the Mechadish B'tuvi B'chol Yim Tami that there is the constant creation because the creation of Derech Yashmi Ayin therefore has to be constant the Kayach Mechadish has to always be within the Mechudosh we can understand this from the Ischadshus of the Yashmi Ayin of the Levushi Nefesh from the Kayach Nefesh so Mechshav and Yermaisa are Abriya Yashmi Ayin from the Nefesh because the Mechshav is made up of letters and mainly the Metzius of letters is the Hagdor the Hagbola aspect of letters whereas the Nefesh itself doesn't have this Metzius aspect of letters, rather just the Mahus of letters, the Kirch So therefore, it's a Yesh Me'ayin. This concept of Metzius aspect of letters which exists within the Machshav doesn't exist within the Kirch Nefesh. So now we're coming back to that. So the whole Metzius, any existence, any Metzius aspect, the Sagdar Vahagbala aspect, and the way that it's created, it's brought about, is in a way of creation, Yesh Me'ayin, of something from nothing. And this is the true about the letters of speech, letters of thought, which are the Metzius aspect. They're a totally new creation from the soul, which were brought about in a way of something from nothing. Because still, even though Machshava is the deepest of the soul powers, and within the initial stage of Machshava, the letters are very transparent, unrecognizable, not sensed, but still, there are Hagdara, there is, this is just the Mahus of the Metzius. Which is still, if you're even of the Metzius, therefore they're still letters, they're still limiting entities, even though they're not, they're transparent at this stage. So, so too it is within the creation of the letters of thought, which are just a new creation, a novel creation, which is brought about in a way of Yeshmian from the Nefesh itself. And there, now we see that, therefore, 
when the light of your intellect stops, or the feelings stop, then all of a sudden the letters of, of thought totally are misbattel, they totally become nullified, they stop, and as if they never existed. So when you stop intellectualizing logically in your mind, or you stop feeling something, so then the letters that you are thinking in your mind about these, this idea or about these emotions all of a sudden stop, because they don't have a metzias in and of themselves. Their whole metzias is from the nefesh and a yashmi'ayin. Like we said, anything that's yashmi'ayin, a new metzias has to be constantly created by the power which is creating it. So here, the power which is creating the oisius and is the seichel amidis, which, which is invested within them. So therefore, the moment that you stop intellectualizing with your seichel or feeling in your emotions, that very moment is when the letters which are being created for them stop. And as if they never existed, just like the world, if the Hashem would stop creating the world, not only would the world not exist, it would, it would be as if it never existed. The concept of creation would never exist. So, So that's the idea of ischachis. Therefore, it has to be a constant, a constant ischachis, because it's a new existence. And we proved that the Kriches and Nefesh themselves is a new existence, even though the Kriches also have Oisius, but they, only, they have the Mahus of Oisius and not the Metzius. The Mahus, Lagabi, Metzius is Yashmei Ayin. And therefore, we see that the moment that you stop in your Kriches and Nefesh, your Sechel stop, the Oisius and Machshava stop, because it has to be a be, being that it is a Ischachus, it has to be constant. And the fact that we see that the Oisius and Machshava stop the moment that you stop feeling something, you're thinking about it, intellectualizing it, the fact that they stop at that very moment shows you that it must be a Ischachus Yashmei because only a schachis has to be constant and cannot exist by itself. But now we go to a different type of um, creation. Not a creation, but the different type of... Uh, there's always two aspects, and we always compare them. Yesh me'ayin, abriya b'derech yesh creation, something for nothing, or the shtalshosilva, a chain of descent and a way of cause and effect. Very, very dissimilar from each other. And now that's where we're going to compare now. Behine be'shtalshosilva alu. We're talking about the chain of descent of cause and effect. The effect is a existence in and of itself, even without its cause. In a way that even when it, it still has, it still enjoys its own existence, its own um, existence by itself, even when the the cause of this effect stops. So. That's why we're saying that the fact that Oisius and Machshava stop immediately when the Seichel and the Midas stop shows you that they must be a Yishachos, a Bidya Because if they were Ilva Aul, if they were a direct descent from the Seichel and Midas, then they would have their own Mitzis and they wouldn't stop the moment that the their their source stops. Whereas we see by Ilva Aul, the source, even though it's the source for this, for this, um, uh, this uh, the cause for this effect, but the effect, the effect still exists, has its own existence without the cause. Even when the cause stops, there's is a difference between creation of something from nothing to the shtalshas of ilavol cause and effect. We're talking about yesh The whole existence of the yesh of the entity is only specifically when the ayin, when the source, the godly source, is constantly giving it energy and enduring and giving it existence. That's the only time that the yesh exists. When the ayin is being mashpia, it's chayas every moment. The moment that the godly energy enlivening the yesh stops, then the yesh will be misbattle, will stop. will be nullified. But we talk about the descent, chain of descent of cause and effect. The fishu yesh miyesh, being that it's not a yesh miyayin, it's a one existence deriving from another existence. 
a more more spiritual, more abstract level of that existence. Therefore, even when the the cause of that existence, that lower existence, stops, the effect will not become this battle, will not stop totally, because it's a yesh miyesh. It's not something which is created out of nothing, which doesn't have a direct source. Therefore, it needs to be constantly created and brought into existence to have its own existence. Here, we're talking about two entities which one entity already has a relationship with the next entity. It's the source of that entity, and therefore, it already existed within that source. It enjoys its own existence without the source. Therefore, even if the source stops, the effect will still be there. For example, physical example, of a apple or grass, they grow from the vegetative power within the earth. And Hashem said, that the, the earth should be able to grow different greeneries, etc. They derive directly from that power of vegetation. This is a yesh mi yesh type of ilavel. It's a one existence deriving from another. Because the power, the vegetative power within the earth is still a specific power which is already an existence. It's already taken on a certain seer of an existence of it being a power for vegetation. Therefore, even when you cut off the apple or the grass from the place where it's growing, they still exist in their very same way they don't become this battle. They start rotting after that because they're kind of disconnected to their life force, but they don't all of a sudden stop their very existence. They still have their taste and their smell, which derived from the vegetative power, which, in, which basically injected them with this, with this smell. It doesn't become totally misbattle at that very moment when you disconnect it from the ground. Rather, after a duration of time, then it becomes rot, it rotted, rots, and then disintegrates. And the reason for this is because any anything which is derived in a yesh yesh, one existence from a higher existence, a chain of descent, it's not a schatris, it's not a true no, truly novel existence. Because it's just a descent from one entity to another entity, from a higher, more spiritual, more abstract entity to a lower, more defined entity. Even the source is still an entity, it's still an existence. So the drawing down of the ol from the ila is that it's drawn down from the entity of the ila to be the entity, the existence of the ol of the um, of the effect. So therefore, in game, if so, that which is born and that which is created from this illa will be an existence, a separate existence in and of itself, an independent existence. Because being that already the source, the creator, the illa here is already an existence in and of itself, an independent existence, its own entity. Meaning that even in the perspective of the illa itself, it's, it is its own entity. It feels itself to be its own mahus. Therefore, that which it produces, that which it is created from this ila, is also a mitzias laatzme, is also its own independent entity. Being that it is a direct descent from this other yesh, which is already a yesh, therefore it brings about another yesh. Whereas in the case of yesh me'ayin, where the ayin is the yesh, is not a direct development from the ayin. It, rather, it, the, this yesh did not exist at all beforehand, therefore, it has no schuskim. It has no ability to exist without the fact that the ayin is constantly giving it its existence. So that is the difference between ilva'ol and yesh me'ayin. 
Whereas Ilva Ol being that the the source is already Mahus and a Yashli it's already its own existence, its own entity, therefore the Ol it will also be its own entity and therefore it can exist it can exist without its source, like in the case of the cut off grass or apple, whereas Yashme Ain, the Oasis of Machshava, cannot exist without the Ain, which is the source, the Oasis or the Seichel or the Midas, without the emotions or the intellect powering being working, the Oasis of Machshava are going to stop because the existence of the Oasis of Machshava, Gabi, the Koiches and Efesh, is a Yashmi Ayin. Stop there on the, the end of, or the middle of page 8, the, right before the next Sif the Mimer.